the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. That's a record. Their new album. Drop, drop. New and excitingly different. And they keep dropping, dropping. Drop it like it's hot. You could drop on back. Drop dead sex. And then come those words we have all waited so long to hear. Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of the Album Drop is on the air. Thank you for being a part of the show. Lots to get to this hour. Very busy show today. In about 15 minutes from now, we'll be speaking to Dano, who plays drums and is the de facto band leader of Niagara-slash-Toronto-based hip-hop brass ensemble My Son the Hurricane. They played a show at House of Targ last week and blew the roof off the place, which may have caused some structural damage as they're in the basement, as everybody knows there. But we'll leave that to them to sort out because, I mean, that's kind of the deal with putting on shows in a place like that. Also going to get to brand new music from the Polaris Prize long list. Daniel Romano, you know him from Attack in Black. He's been doing solo records on his own since that band kind of stopped doing things together. And he's got a really cool new record called Mosey. We're going to play a few tunes from that as well. Also going to look at this week in music history. Very busy week. Lots to cover there. I get to something kind of cool too from another band that is also familiar with the Polaris Prize nomination process as they've been through it themselves. But we'll save that for towards the end of the program. As right now I want to talk about a band based originally from Bowling Green, Ohio. They're called Aloha. And they're, uh, they've just released a new record on Polyvinyl Records. It's called Lindo, Little Windows Cut Right Through. It's their seventh full-length release. And this is a really cool band that is just kind of a hard-working, power-pop, indie-pop kind of sound. They've been doing their thing for a while and kind of flying, flying under the radar. Polyvinyl is one of those great mid-range indie labels. You know, they got a ton of bands. They're always putting out new releases. They have excellent distribution, but... They don't really have any kind of big superstar bands, no major bands. I mean, I'd, I'd have to say off the top of my head that Japan Droids is probably the biggest band on the label. Of Montreal would probably be the second one. So that gives you an idea of the kind of acts that you'll you'll find on polyvinyl. But And I guess somewhat of an impression of what you'll get from this record. It's just a really cool collection of tunes. Great use of instrumentation. It's not just a straight rock and roll record. There's quite a fair bit going on as far as the diversity of the sound and what makes it sound so interesting. I want to start with a tune called Don't Wanna Win. It's brand new music from Aloha, and you're going to hear it right here, and it's on the album drop, only on CHUO 89.1 FM.
You're listening to The Album Drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. Signal drift What are you running from? Why are you fading? Stay in one place You don't notice it changing The scrappers are waiting You're here for the taking
Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. Who else but the album drop?
three in a row from Aloha here on the album drop CHUO 89.1 FM. And that was 100 million. We also heard Signal Drift, Don't Want to Win was the name of the first one. All three on the record, Little Windows Cut Right Through, which is available through Polyvinyl Records. You can also get it through the band's Bandcamp, the link for which I've posted on our website, thealbumdrop.ca. The band describes this record as the perfect introduction to Aloha for the unfamiliar listener, while longtime fans will be glad to find the band consistently unsatisfied, continually seeking. That pretty much sums up their whole mantra. Or is it mantra? Um, English was never my strong point. It's the only language I speak, though, so what's that say about me? Uh, This is The Album Drop. I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thanks a lot for listening to our show. And recently I had the chance, I'd actually go as far as to call it a privilege, to talk to Dano, who is the drummer and de facto band leader for Niagara slash Toronto-based hip-hop brass ensemble. My Son the Hurricane. Really cool band. They got a great kind of vibe to them and this is uh this is a little bit of that conversation how does a band like my son the hurricane with such a large ensemble of musicians happen to come together well it felt like necessity at the time really um a few of us had been and still are um sidemen for a living and i brought up the idea to um one of our former players nelson that we really should have something that's our own, our own little baby. You know, it it would make everything else we do so much, so much easier, uh, and something we can focus on. So we just we went about. Uh, you know, he had written a few songs, and I had written a few songs, and we went about calling this giant list of people that we had kind of scribbled down on a napkin at the Cool Moose Cafe in St. Catharines, and uh, we just went about making some calls, and over a few days. Um, that next Sunday, all of a sudden, there was this crew of uh, incredible musicians that were uh, culminating in my basement. And does most of the group kind of still um, have roots uh, in Ni- in the Niagara region there? Actually, no. To be honest, I would say the majority of the band is pretty much Toronto-based, but um, the original core members, there's a few of us still that are in Niagara. So I think there's four of us from Niagara whereas the other, there's two in Hamilton and the rest are Toronto. So so tell us a little bit about making, um, is this what you want? Um, as far as, um, I mean, let, let's start with, let's start with um, how does a band this large um, go from uh, putting songs together to getting them on tape? I'd right. imagine, I'd imagine it's not as, as simple as your, your average kind of four-piece, five-piece rock and roll band, right? Right, and I mean, uh, there there are some ways that this band is more difficult to deal with, but um, I am an organizer by nature. And um, so I'm pretty good at keeping everyone coloring, you know, in the lines. Um, you know, we when we rehearse, we write everything in sheet music form and in MIDI format first, you know, so it's not a we work on jamming something. That happens from time to time in a sound check, but not very often. And because, obviously, we can't get together very often for rehearsals, um, we when we do, we're just banging through new songs, and then we just we just bring them in the studio. So it's yeah, it's it's probably not nearly as organic as a lot of people's where things you know you work on it, you let it breathe, you see where it goes. We uh, you know before we knew it, we were in the, the studio. It's such a long process, you know. Like our rhythm section was mostly done in August. And then there was, you know, just this process of 
horn sections and vocalists and guest musicians. So it's it's such a colossal project. Some people were only in the studio for a few hours, whereas some of us basically lived there for eight months. So would it be fair to say then uh, the organization of your band is more like an orchestra or some kind of classical ensemble than what we'd see in contemporary music generally? Well, I mean, I guess when, when you hear it, you'll have a hard time making that uh, making that case because it's you know it sounds uh, it sounds live and 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 very virile. But I think that uh, maybe in in a certain sense that there are, is you know one or two people who are at the top in terms of helping it move along. There's only a few cooks in the kitchen because it can only be that way. If it was totally democratic, the whole thing would would flop. Looking on your Facebook page, the list of artists we also like is uh, is, is pretty fantastic. There's a lot of great uh, TV and movie-based bands. I, I haven't noticed that in a while. What is it or help me? So uh, right off the top of the list, we got the California Raisins, uh, the Zit Remedy, uh, the Soggy Bottom Boys, the Lone Rangers, the Folksmen. Um, as far as um, you know, <laughs> movie and TV bands are concerned, who, um, who do you think stands out as far as... Um, if they were a real band, they'd probably be the coolest or the best. Okay, so, you know, the California Raisins thing, I brought this up to the guys a little while ago. You know, I had, uh, my mom was moving, and she found an old shoebox full of tapes, and in it was this California Raisins tape that I had no doubt from the 80s. So, um, you know, we have one tape player left anywhere in the house, and I throw in this tape, and I didn't realize that the California Raisins, it's just basically a mixtape of, like, James Brown and doo-wop bands and Booker T and things like that. And I thought, like, what an amazing way to get kids into Motown. Like, I never stood a chance. Like, I was totally fixed on these Raisins singing uh, Stevie Wonder tunes. It was totally amazing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge... All those ones that were listed were great. I also loved Lone Rangers from Airheads. I also thought that tune they played at the end is pretty, pretty fantastic. You're listening to the album drop. Get upset 
Wishing you luck, but I ain't fed up yet. Nah, nah. Now get the step and cut this pen up. Stress may test my threshold, and you just might get cold. Sun the Hurricane, that was called Roll with the Punches. You can get it on the record, Is This What You Want? Which is actually streaming, thanks to our friends at Exclaim. Go to thealbumdrop.ca and find the link, or go to Exclaim and search it. It's out there, you can hear the whole record. It's a wonderful collection of tunes. If you dug that, you're going to dig the whole thing. Period. This is The Album Drop. I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thanks a lot for listening to our show. It's broadcasting live as we do every week from CHUO 89.1 FM in the basement of the Morset building on campus at the University of Ottawa. And generally speaking, yes, this is a new music program, but every once in a while we like to take a look at what has happened in the past to kind of help us reset and appreciate where we came from and where we are now and where we're going. And we do so by doing this. And now, it's time for the new number one song in the land is... I'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person. We weren't on any crusade. This was selfish. There should be no such thing as a price tag on music. This Week in Music History. July 11th, 1996, Smashing Pumpkins keyboardist Jonathan Melvoin dies of a heroin overdose at the age of 34. Now, the story here is that Melvoin was doing drugs with Pumpkins drummer Jimmy Chamberlain, and though not a full-fledged member of the band, given the intricacies of playing the Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness album live, he was an essential part of the team. 
Now, here's something you probably don't know about him. He was the brother of Susanna and Wendy Malfoyne, who were members of the Revolution, Prince's backing band. And his passing inspired many tunes, including this one. July 12, 1954, 19-year-old Elvis Presley quits his job as a truck driver after signing a record contract with Sam Phillips at Sun Records. Originally hired to record demos of new songs for reference and as kind of a guide for established artists, they quickly realized what they had and began marketing him as the talent that he was. Now, it's hard to say for sure, but if you're looking for the exact date that Disco died, July 12th, 1979 is an excellent place to start. Chicago's Comiskey Park was the site of a doubleheader that day between the White Sox and the Detroit Tigers. Billed as Disco Demolition Night, the plan was to destroy a bunch of records and memorabilia between the games. But, because it was Chicago, things went horribly wrong. Fans stormed the field and created such a ruckus, the home team was forced to forfeit the game. July 13, 1897, Guglielmo Marconi is issued a patent in the United States for his invention. That invention was called the radio. Thanks, Marconi. July 13, 1991 was the day Canadians from coast to coast began having to apologize for Brian Adams following the ascension to the top of the UK charts of what would be his biggest hit. spent a record-breaking 16 weeks on top of the chart, as was also a smash in the U.S., Canada, and 16 other countries. It even won a Grammy for Best Song from a Movie, as it was written for the film Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which everybody knows is only the third best Robin Hood movie of the 90s, behind Hook at number two and Men in Tights at number one. July 14th, 1989, popular Welsh singer Tom Jones lost his paternity suit and was ordered to pay $200 a week in child support to a woman whose child he had fathered. Now, a famous musician losing a court case is not that unusual. The weird part is that the judge in that case was Judith Scheindlin, who would later come to fame as the no-nonsense star of TV's Judge Judy. July 15th, 1958, John Lennon's mother, Julia, was killed by a drunk driver. He was actually an off-duty police officer who never ended up getting convicted for it. Naturally, the incident haunted Lennon for the remainder of his life. He wrote about it a fair bit. July 15th, 1986, the first platinum hip-hop album was certified. It was called Raising Hell and recorded by Run DMC. July 15th, 2006, Avril Lavigne married some 41 frontman Derek Whipley. She must like summer weddings. That one didn't last, though. July 15th, 2012 was the day Korean musician Psy unleashed Gangnam Style on the world. 
오빤 강남스타일 At over 2.6 billion views, it remains the most watched video in the history of YouTube, proving that you don't have to be any good at dancing or techno music to have a hit song. Now, there's also a bunch of artists celebrating their birthday this week. Richie Sambora, Little Kim, Joe Satriani, Geezer Butler, and Lou Barlow from Dinosaur Jr. also... Suzanne Vega Who you hear in the background We're going to take a break You're listening to the album drop More after this You're only moments away from more great music The album drop will return Only on CHUO 89.1 FM I am sitting in the morning At the dining This is a forgotten moment in Canadian music history. July 1st, 2013. He was a boy. She was a girl. Allow me to make it more obvious. This was the date when Canadian Alternative Rock's holiest of unions took place, as this was the day Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger married singer-songwriter Avril Lavigne. Not much is known about the events which led up to the secret ceremony between the two iconic singers, and its subsequent demise, until today, that is. Levine began dating the leader of Canada's most hated band not long after saying see ya later, boy, to another culturally unpopular musician, her first husband, Sum 41's Derek Whibley, who subsequently has never really spoken about it publicly. Their romance blossomed while locked away in a studio, and it's believed that Chad was the instigator sending Avril a series of racy text messages, Look at this photograph. which she initially found odd, yet alluring. Eventually, old sweet-talking Kroger was able to coerce Napanee's finest down the aisle. Then came the honeymoon. I like your pants around your feet. And things seemed like they were going well for this new power couple. Unfortunately, this couple fell into a trap that many whirlwind romances do, and in 2015, Avril announced through her Instagram account that they were calling it quits, in spite of Chad's realization of his bad behavior, and his constant pleas to rekindle the flame. Avril has said she's happy to keep making awful music with him, but as far as their relationship... This has been a forgotten moment in Canadian music history. The album drop continues right now. Here's your host, Phil Shurikawa. And in the background from the record Marriage, Attack in Black. And their frontman, Daniel Romano, just released his sixth solo record. Singer-songwriter from Welland, Ontario, has an album out now called Mosey. It's available through You've Changed Records, which is actually his label, and it kind of sounds like the soundtrack to a kind of a 70s, maybe early 80s kind of arty film if it was done by like Randy Newman or Billy Joel. Not the kind of country, twangy kind of stuff he's been doing of late. I think it sounds really cool. So, 
I'm not the only one. He's made the long list for the uh, 2016 Players Music Prize. We'll find out on Thursday uh, whether or not he makes the short list for that particular award. We're going to start with a tune called I'm Alone Now. It's brand new stuff from Daniel Romano. And you're going to hear it here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. Oh, 
right now. Only on The Album Drop.
called Mosey. Daniel Romano is the name of the artist. Coming out of Welland, Ontario, which is uh, in the Niagara region. It's close to St. Catharines. Down that way. And you're here you can hear on the album drop on CHU 89.1 FM. It's a really well put together record with some really fun cool interludes between a lot of the songs, including what you're hearing right now. Record's long listed for the Polaris Prize. We just heard Mr. E. Me. Valerie Leon was before that. I'm Alone Now with the first one that we played from Mosey. Long listed for the Polaris Music Prize. It's his third time doing so. Uh, Thursday is when the shortlist is revealed, and we'll see what the makeup of that is as anybody's been following the Polaris Prize over the last few years. Knows it's a really diverse and interesting kind of kind of thing i mean there's no genre there's no specifications uh given to successful artists unsuccessful artists anything like that uh critical acclaim sales none of that matters it's just there's there's a jury and they vote and once again i've been shut out from being part of the jury now i'm not saying that i like necessarily want to be you know locked in the room that night going over the short list fighting with everybody trying to pick the winner that 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 sounds a little stressful truth be told i mean i would do it but that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is i'd like to have a vote you know because when they put together the long list there's something like 400 journalists and music snobs and radio people and you know, TV people and Strombolopolis probably gets to vote. Um, maybe next year. I mean, it's not like I'm important or anything. This is just the NCRA award-winning music program known as The Album Drop, and it's coming to you live on CHU 89.1 FM. Thank you for being a part of it. My name's Phil Shurikawa. That's S-H-I-R-A-K-A-W-A to Steve Jordan from Polaris Prize, if you're listening. And I'm over it. Just enough time to do something fun here, as we do every once in a while. Check this out. Uh, We got one more tune. It's a cover. 
What's old is new again. Song of the Week. And the distinction this week belongs to Hamilton, Ontario's White Horse from the record The Northern South Volume 1. Now, the short history of this Hamilton based band is actually a very busy tale. Two acclaimed musicians put their solo careers on hold to work together following their nuptials. Kind of been the theme of the second half of the program. The group encompasses samplers and loops and an ever-changing array of vocal stylings to make a very diverse and wide-ranging and interesting sound. And they've put together a, quite a catalog in the few years that they've been recording as Whitehorse. You know, a couple albums, a couple of EPs, a few singles, there's a French album, and this new record of cover, covers, uh, blues tunes, uh, primarily, that they've kind of put their own spin on it. Uh, it's called The Northern South Volume 1, and they describe the record as intergalactic blues grooves meets the full force of guitar gravity. How could I not play it on the show, especially when they cover Chuck Berry? This is their take on Nadine. You're hearing it here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM.
tell you friends if i could finish off every show with a chuck berry cover then this would be a good life that i lead that's white horse and their take on nadine and you heard it here on the album drop chu 89.1 fm the northern south volume one is the name of the ep where you can pick up that cover and there's six tunes on there lots of cool stuff and the most exciting part for me is the fact that it's volume one presumably that means they're going to do it again and that's all right by me. Thanks to everybody for listening to this program, and uh, Daniel from My Son the Hurricane for popping, uh, for calling in and uh, being a part of it as well, and all of you for listening, whether you know over the air or at chuo.fm. We'll be back in seven days with a brand new edition of this program. Music submissions or 
your thoughts on what we're doing here. Always welcome. Phil at thealbumdrop.ca is the email address. You can also like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter or Instagram. I don't post a lot of pictures, but I'm working on it. Or go to our website, thealbumdrop.ca, where we archive lots of cool stuff. There's downloads. There are episodes of the of the show, the interviews, so much more. Till next week. Thanks a lot for listening. See you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Smell you later. I'll be back. For more information, check out thealbumdrop.ca. This whole thing has gone on long enough. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week on CHUO 89.1 FM. Okay, I'm finished.